You'd be hard-pressed to find an artist with a more storied career than Rod Stewart. A Grammy winner, a Rock and Roll Hall of Famer, a knight, and one of the greatest singers of all time, he has been a performer for more than 50 years. From rock to pop to softer rock to the Great American Songbook, it seems that Rod Stewart has done it all. What he can't get enough of is touring, and it would seem, judging by the thousands of fans who attend his concerts, that they just can't get enough of him either. On this episode, I share my memories from Rod Stewart's Rocks His Greatest Hits tour from 2008. Plus, you'll hear the story of how I got my hands on one of those legendary signed soccer balls. If you've been to a Rod Stewart show, you know exactly what I'm talking about. The Concert Goers, Season 2. This is Episode 8, Rod Stewart and the Rocks His Greatest Hits Tour with your hosts, Jessica Dion and Jenny Fiasque. G, what is happening? Jess, Episode 8. Episode 8, Rod Stewart. Roderick, as you just told me I backstage. Did. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's uh, not a very... It's not a name that's going to make a comeback, I don't think. You? You sure? I feel like you'd name your kid that. <laughs> I would not. Thank you. Oh, though. okay. <laughs> May. <laughs> I love Rod Stewart, and you know that. I know you do. And, uh, yeah, great guy. Oh, you like speaking from your friendship with him? Yes. Okay. We're great friends. He's never mentioned you, which is weird. Mm, yeah. yeah. No, it's, it's I just, okay, uh, he seems like a great guy. Uh, he does. Classic songs. Yeah, he seems, you know what, he seems like a nice guy, and also, he's loads of fun to see live. Like, I mean, he doesn't yeah. he doesn't put on long shows, but they're really fun to watch, and obviously people just keep on seeing him, because he comes to Montreal every chance he gets. And yeah, he he's a... And he shops at Ogilvy's. Big, he shops at Ogilvy's? He does, yeah. Oh, he's a big act here. He, yeah, he always tours here. Yeah, I, I wonder what that is, but it's... it's um. It's something perhaps our friends Bugs, our friend Bugs Burnett could tell us about because probably Bugs has seen Rod Stewart a uh, hundred and fifty times or so. It's probably not Jesus that much, Christ. but it's it's pretty. It's a lot. He's the biggest Rod Stewart fan I know. Um, yeah. And then I think my mother would also be a pretty big Rod Stewart fan. Is that She's, where it stemmed from? From your mom? I think it stemmed from both my mom and my grandmother, and also that radio station we always talked about, which uh. played all of the... And Rod Stewart was a big feature on that uh, that station. It, it, it should have just been called Rod Stewart Radio. Yeah, Light Rock. Yeah. Because it was yeah. that's what it was. And yeah. um, remember when Unplugged came out in the early 90s? Mm. There was that version of Have I Told You Lately. Oh, my and God. it used to play all the time. And you know exactly what version I'm talking about. It's that... I know what this, you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, the stripped-down... Uh, yeah. It's better than the than the recorded one that appeared on Vagabond Heart. Um, it is better, yeah. and I actually, you know, it's weird that it's a Van Morrison song that, like, I know people know or they don't know, but you know now that it's a Van Morrison song. And uh, there was, uh, have I told you lately? And there was also reason to believe. Yes. Um, and even having a party would play every once oh in a while. Oh my god! I was just listening yeah. to that before we jumped on this because I <laughs> yeah. thought, you know what, that having a party is a vibe. Like it's, it is a vibe, it's, and that's a Sam Cooke song. Yeah, yeah no, I, it's yeah. it's really cool. That album was actually one of my my favorite live, uh, I guess, acoustic albums. But those MTV mm -hmm. sessions were really fun. I wish that they were still a thing. Yeah, in the nineties, that was huge. Pro Jam, Rod Stewart, Eagles, uh, Eric Clapton. Yeah, yeah Eagle, you, you love the Eagles one. Oh I my god, that. the Eagles one, I love. Yeah. Yeah. I is it Hell Freezes Over? Is it that is. what it is? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's um. 
Yeah, no, I mean, I think, you know, my, my grandmother and my mother both listened to, to Rod Stewart a fair bit, um, but it was mostly on the radio. I don't ever remember them having, well, they, I know they had cassettes of him, but I don't know. Cassettes. Well, it was definitely cassettes, <laughs> but I, I don't know uh, which albums they had. I think they may have had a greatest hits or something like that. And it played often. Um, and I actually, you know what? I think my mother once ordered a, Rod, a, a couple of Rod Stewart ones from Columbia House. <laughs> do you want to explain to our listeners what that was yeah columbia house was a fun subscription thing uh where you would they would send you like a little pamphlet of cds that you could like order. A list. yeah like a list and then if you bought uh, i don't know 20 you got five free or something and sometimes my mother would let me pick some of the five free ones it was very exciting what a time to be alive it was it was quite a time um, so and do it ship you cassettes or CDs? CDs. Okay. So I, it's too bad that that never really came back. I thought that there was an opportunity for Columbia House to do it with vinyl, but I guess that would've been cool. Yeah, I guess it's it's just not a, I don't know what it is. It's a distribution thing or it's a pressing thing. I know they're having a lot of trouble pressing vinyl now, so they I are. don't I don't know. Yeah, it takes you want to you want an album? That's fine. You'll wait three to four months before you get it. Three to four months. Oh, I've no, been on a much. waiting list for no, no. I've been waiting for something for like a year. What were you waiting for? Um, um a Ben Harper live album. Okay. Well, I, it's literally I ordered it like last November or something. Well, I'm hoping that there isn't going to be an issue because Rod Stewart's releasing a new album on Friday, and oh. I'm hoping that it'll be out on vinyl and and available for purchase because did I did. we plan this like? No, purpose? it actually just it that, actually this just, just keeps happening. Right yeah, yeah. Um, no, I'm, right. I'm I'm really excited to hear the the new album. It's called Tears of Hercules. And is it a, he wrote all the songs or is it covers? I don't know exactly. I haven't. Uh, you know, I I know that a couple of them are originals because I heard a couple of them. You know, they're very they're they're pop Rod Stewart. They're like, <laughs> you know, he did he had that whole phase with the American Songbook where uh, he did all the crooner songs, which I really loved. I love that too. And he did the rock uh, classics one. Yeah. So the rock classics one is the album that he was promoting on this tour, which is the rocks, his greatest hits tour, which is the weirdest. (laughs) It's, it's the weirdest name for a tour because it's Rod Stewart's (laughs) rocks, his greatest hits tour. It's like a, it's a weird presentation, Um, but that's what he was promoting. And that album also featured heavily on Q92 because have you ever seen the rain, which is a CCR cover? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> was like I remember the uh, the announcers like throwing to that song. I just never remember right. it. <laughs> Rod Stewart, have you ever seen the rain? Yeah, exactly. So yeah. It, it, that was you know th- that was a really really fun album. I I like when he does covers. And something I didn't know about that particular album was that uh, on a UK on the UK version of it, he does a cover of "Lay Down Sally" by Eric Clapton, and I only heard oh. it like two days ago. I didn't know it oh. existed. It's not on Spotify, unfortunately, but it's on how YouTube. How did you hear it? On YouTube. On YouTube. Yeah. Okay. Somebody else I was like, how did you hear it as if I wouldn't have thought about YouTube? What is this place called YouTube? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, no, it's it's interesting. I, I always wonder how they make those selections and how he decided that those were the rock classics that he wanted to cover. I don't know. That's a conversation I'll have with Rod Stewart at some point in time. That's true. Yeah. Um, have you, you've seen Rod Stewart before? I saw him once. I saw him in the round. Okay. So that's the tour I uh, missed. I was, I was, oh, you didn't go to that tour? No, I didn't. Oh, I was uh, with my, uh, my dad that brought me. Okay. So, um, yeah, that was good. We, I never saw him again after, just never 
happen. You know? Interesting. Um, I've seen him a couple of times. So I mm-hmm. saw him uh, on this tour that we're talking about, which is the 2008 tour. And then I saw him with Stevie Nicks. He toured with Stevie Nicks Wild. Uh, in 2011. Um, that's such a weird pairing. Is it just me that thinks that's it weird? It is a weird pairing, but you know what? It worked, except for the time where they sang Young Turks together. And, <laughs> and Stevie Nicks did not know the words at all. So, I mean, Amazing. it's not her song, so she was probably oh. like, oh, yeah, okay, sure, yeah, I'll join you. And it was a little bit of a an eye-opener because I thought, you would want to practice, no? Like, no? Okay. We're just, Did he okay. do a Stevie song? Uh, I don't remember that. Uh, it doesn't okay. It doesn't ring a bell that, that he would have done that. But they played their own, it was like a joint tour, and they, they did their own uh, sets. And, uh, yeah, it was, it, was a, it was a fun tour. And then I saw him again... In 2013, I took my okay. mom to that one, and nice. it was like, always in Montreal. Always in Montreal, yeah. And uh, on that tour, Steve Winwood opened for him, and I don't know if you wild, yeah, very weird. But Steve Winwood, um, most of his songs sound the same, and I'm sorry, I don't want to offend any Steve Winwood fans, but no, they do. They do sound the same. So it was like a 75 minute set of Steve Woodward opening for Rod Stewart. And honestly, I thought he kept playing the same song over and over until he played Higher Love. <laughs> was, and my mom and I were sitting in the stands going, oh my God, get off the stage, get off the stage. Like all we cared about was seeing Rod Stewart. 75-minute <laughs> opener. It was, it was, it was, it probably wasn't that long, but it really felt that long. I feel like, no, but I feel like Steve Winwood, you know, has some notoriety. And, yeah, and I mean, he's, you know, you know it, Higher Love was a huge, huge, huge hit. You want to sing it for so, us? No, I don't want to sing it, but thank you. Okay. Um, and it was, I don't know why that pairing, but anyways, so that there was that. And then I saw him again in 2018, and again, I went with my mom to that one. So I've seen him a couple of times. I like seeing him. I like, it's a fun time. Like, you're guaranteed that he's going to play hits, and his voice still sounds pretty good for, yeah. um, for his age. Is he 80? He's not 80 yet, no. Oh, he's okay. going to be shortly. But, um, but I, you know, I think Rod Stewart is one of those artists that has stayed relevant. Mm-hmm. You know, he's not, I have a lot of respect for an artist who puts out new music and doesn't just, even if it's, whether you like it or not, it doesn't matter. Um, yeah. but you know, he's constantly wanting to, to try new stuff and, and put out new, uh, albums and all, honestly name an artist who has changed genres more than him. Like, he's really adapted with the flow of a lot mm-hmm. of things. Uh, you know, yeah. at the beginning, it was way more rock and then way more pop and then softer. And then, like, it's, it's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. I think, uh, you know, I'm a big fan, as I said. So, it's, uh, What is the attraction to Rod that, like, not not in that sense. His hair. Like, what, what? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, what's, like, the, uh, like, we, everyone knows you're a huge Paul fan and, like, that you have that story there. What's the, what brings you to be such a huge rod fan that you're like even the new shit is good you know what i mean yeah i where i'm just like i don't want to really hear the new stuff i just want to hear the hits you know yeah it's weird eh it's weird that some artists were like okay no i'm not interested in your in your new stuff i don't really care yeah but i think i think with rod because i heard him so much as a kid it's one of those those artists that that left an imprint and i just i really like first of all the uniqueness of his voice you know, no true. one, no one sounds like that. Also, he—I I don't know. You just—you heard him a lot, and I think that that's just what it was. And I just became 
you know, he's, he's, I would consider him in my top five of artists. Like I really, really like him a lot. And, um, I just think that he's done something for every sort of mood that I've, I've ever been in. Like I, okay. I went through this giant crooner phase where I just was like, you know, Frank Sinatra <laughs> and D Martin and all that. Like that was just, that's what I cared about for the longest time. And when he came out with the, the American songbook, it was, it was like a, an artist that I liked that was still alive covering songs that I had liked. I mean, you I love. guess, you know, yeah. Michael Bublé also does the same thing, but I, I thought that this was different and mm. his story is pretty, it's a pretty interesting one, you know, when he, mm. when he started out. So I think that's why I've always been drawn to him. And I like, I like some of his new stuff. I didn't particularly enjoy the last album he released, which was like Blood Red Roses, I think is what it was called. It was okay. It wasn't my, wasn't my favorite. Um, I really like his Christmas album. Just would like that to be on record. Oh, Rod Stewart Christmas. <laughs> oh yeah, and one of the times that I saw him, he played "Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas," and he wow. put this like tiny little Christmas tree on a stool next to him. Wow, was it in December of the show? Um, yeah, I think so. so yeah, okay, hopefully, sure well, it, it doesn't really matter. Well, it wasn't. It wasn't January, but it was like yeah, mm-hmm. November or December. He also stands on this mountain of artists that are that won't be here for much longer. Exactly, which is what, which is a recurring theme on this podcast. Yeah. And it's not a we're not morbid people. Well, I am, but <laughs> we're not you know necessarily morbid people. But I mean, um, just it's part of the list of artists that at some point you know him, yeah. Elton, Paul, uh, you know all these other artists that. Yeah, I just I think that he really he's entered that icon like he entered that a long time yeah, ago but sure. he's yeah. definitely one of those iconic uh singers and and he's one of those artists that i'm sure that you're the same way but you, you, like if you have people over and you want to there are different music uh like musical choices for different settings mm-hmm. and rod stewart is somebody that i reach for when uh it's like a pre-dinner heading into dinner kind of setting where the music is it, it depends what. Like, I mean, if you reach for the greatest hits, then the first song is Hot Legs. So is that really the mood that you <laughs> want Maggie to Or Maggie May. Or Maggie May. But, yeah. you know, I, I think that there's there's sort of something about him that uh, allows some Rod Stewart for every occasion. Let's put it that way. All right. Well, <laughs> let's talk about the show. Yes, this show. So in uh, 2008, it was not a very long tour, 56 dates. Um, you know, Montreal, August, August 13th. So I, I remember it being really warm, like a really warm summer, uh, night. And I went to the show by myself and my dad actually was there, but he was sitting up in the stands. So I had bought tickets, uh, or a ticket for the floor. I wanted to be on the floor. Okay. So, um, I don't know why I wanted to be on the floor. I think it's because it was the first time that I was going to see him and I had, it's weird because I always thought that I, I went to this show after uh, I got my arm side by Paul, but it's not, it's way before. So yeah. Yeah. I, d- I don't know why I always thought it was after, um, but I had really enjoyed that still the same, the greatest classics album. Mm-hmm. And I really wanted to see him. And again, I think even at that uh, point, which was like 13 years ago, I, th- I understood the importance of you need to go see this guy now, now, like what if he doesn't come back and what if something happens or, Um, you know, I don't know, but I ended up going and, uh, it, it's a weird thing when you go to a show by yourself, like this may have been one of the first ones that I've ever been to 
by myself okay. and sat by myself. And you have no, when you absolutely don't know what to expect. So like when I go see Paul, I know what to expect. I know what's, what's coming, you know, unless yeah. it's a new tour and then you sort of know the framework, but not really. But when you, you sit in the crowd for the first time, and I mean, I was surrounded, I was quite young and I surround, well, I was surrounded by much older people, obviously. And mm-hmm. what I noticed at the show is that it, it's an event like, you know, when you go to a rock show, it's like, oh yeah, I've got, I've got like a t-shirt on and whatever. But when people go mm-hmm. see Rod Stewart, they're wearing like gowns and suits. And it's like, it's like an actual, <laughs> it's a whole thing. And I think it's because, okay, like 70s Rod Stewart was like the, the leotards and the, like the weird. Yeah, the, the wild, the wild boy. The, yeah, yeah, things. exactly. And then he just sort of seamlessly invo- evolved into this gentleman with you know the, that's, the, the that's suits true. and the stuff so i think he, yeah he like draws that out in people and i always always really really fascinated um i don't remember what i wore but it certainly was not a dress <laughs> so, although i think now if i were to go see rod stewart i think i would dress up oh well as you should Jess. yeah it's it's an occasion yeah. but anyway so at, at that time uh i didn't know what to expect and whatever but one of the things that really drew me to a live Rod Stewart show was I had seen some footage where he kicks out soccer balls into the crowd. And I thought, For those who don't know, Jess is a huge soccer fan. I am. So yeah. uh, Rod Stewart is also a huge soccer fan and he supports Celtic, which is a, a Scottish team based out of Glasgow. And he's also a Manchester United supporter because he's half Scottish, half, half English. So um, on his drum kit, like the guy that, that, that plays the drums for him, it's the Celtic logo. Like, that's how big of a fan he is. And and he could have been a professional soccer player. Um, hmm. And he has, I think, enough children to have a full soccer team, <laughs> team. now. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> but he's, um, so yeah, so he, I don't know where this comes from. And again, uh, Bugs Burnett could probably tell us where this comes from. Is yep. that he started kicking out soccer balls into the crowd at some point during the show, during each show. So it's like this bag of soccer balls is brought out and then he's signed, pre-signed them and then he kicks them out on into the crowd. I didn't know about the signature. Yes. That's so, wild. Yeah. So not only are, are people throwing themselves, you know, because they want to catch one of these soccer balls, but they, they wait, they know when it's coming, like they wait for it. So it's usually during hot legs that it happens. Okay. So, um, I really was like, this would be a cool thing if I could, if I could get this. And this was pre Paul McCartney. So again, I don't know why I was able to do this, but I brought a sign to the show. Um, and I don't exactly remember what it said, but it said something like I want a soccer ball or something right. really, really simple and whatever. You're always so determined. Jess. Yes. So um, <laughs> I brought that to the show and the security guards at the venue were like, what the hell? Like, no. <laughs> so they, they let me go. They didn't really care about it. And frankly, I don't know why it would have mattered. Uh, so they, they let me bring it in and whatever. So the, the show starts, uh, actually before the show starts, there's always a pipe band that comes out from under the stage. Did you see that when he was in, he was in the room? I don't remember that. Okay. No. So from like under, like where the Zamboni comes out of, Right. There's like this pipe band that walks out and walks around the bell center and then walks back out and they play some like traditional Scottish songs. It's, it's, okay. it's like a weird thing, but it's very Rod Stewart. 
like but they know but that's also the sign of like it's it's, it's starting so yeah exactly yeah. so the you know house lights go down whatever and then he just he comes out onto the stage and he's got a pretty he's got a pretty big band and he's also got backup singers and you know it's it's a big production and the stage is also very rod stewart there are curtains white curtains the the uh floor of the stage is like a glossy white um it's it's very chic <laughs> you know it's it's very it's very rod <laughs> so oh rod yeah so he, you know he comes out onto the stage and and the first song is some guys have all the luck which you know is a song that we've heard a million times and it's yep. and it's a fun one to get into and i promise that i'm getting back to the soccer ball story but i i did mm. want to sort of set the the stage up for that um and there are you know there are a lot of 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 other songs that we'll get back to in a second but i, w- I will pay off the uh the soccer ball story now so at some point <laughs> during the show uh he you know this somebody brings out this bag of soccer balls and he's playing hot legs and the house lights come on because i don't know he wants to see people's faces or whatever right and he starts kicking them okay but do you know how accurate you have to be to kick a soccer ball to someone he just he kicks them really far and they land on a stage yeah and they land where they land and people are throwing themselves, literally throwing themselves to get one of these things. And yeah. I'm assuming that if you've been to a lot of Rod Stewart concerts, you that's that might be the end goal. Like you're just you're hoping that you're sitting somewhere where you're gonna mm-hmm. get that. But also you have to make sure you don't get punched in the head by the person like next to you. Or get hit in the head by a soccer ball. Yes, there's that too. Yes. So when when I made the sign, I didn't realize that he actually signed the soccer balls, much like you before. I just thought okay. it was like, okay, here you go. And as they were coming, flying through the air, I noticed that they were signed. And I thought, oh my God, it's even better. <laughs> like, I really know, need I one I really now. need one of these. So I had my sign up and, and whatever. And he was, he was just kicking them, kicking them, kicking them randomly. And then uh, it was like, there weren't any left. And it was like, okay, whatever. So he... I don't know how the hell this happened, but somebody brought out another soccer ball and he pointed to me. I wasn't sitting very far, but far enough. He pointed to me and he just said, like, like, come towards the stage. So I'm thinking, I don't know if he's even talking to me. Like, it could just be, you know, anybody really. Like, he could just be pointing to whatever. So I, (laughs) I run up towards the stage. What else am I going to do? So I hold up the sign near the stage and he he nods at me like yeah yeah yeah, i'm i'm i've I've got it so somebody hands him another ball and a sharpie and he signs the ball and then he goes to throw it to me and some dumbass jumps in front of me and goes to grab the ball and at the last second rod stewart didn't let it go he just he hung on to it and he pushed like he he waved so that the guy would move over and he's like like no it's not for you and so he he tossed it to me and then I hung on to it for the rest of the show. And I still have it. I mean, I would never get rid of it. But you got to uh, post a picture of that. I will post a picture of it. So, yeah. So, that's... That's wild. So, like, you made eye contact yes, with there Rod was an, Stewart. There was an And he literally didn't kick the ball he with didn't... his foot. He With his hands. Yeah, he gave it to me. He gave it to you. Yeah. Fun, eh? What, was that during a song or was that a break? No, during Hot Legs. Like, so, at, at this okay. point, Hot Legs goes on for, like, 12 minutes because yeah. the band can sort of keep playing, playing uh, yeah. the instrumental part of it. And yeah, so it was, you know, it was a really fun, it was a really fun moment, uh, obviously. But then 
at that point, there are only like five or six songs left. So you don't have to wait the whole show with the soccer ball because what are people going to do? They're going to try to take it from you. So I was hanging sure. on to it for dear life. Also trying not to smudge the signature on it. Right. Um, so yeah, so it's, it's, um, I guess it was a precursor to what was going to happen with Paul a couple years later. A year later, later. yeah. <laughs> but it was, it's, yeah, so there, there's the, uh, the, the infamous Rod Stewart soccer ball story. And, uh, I didn't know, I don't think I didn't know that story. Really, eh? We didn't well, know I knew you had the ball. I didn't know that you, it was like, I thought you just, you, like, he kicked caught it, it out no, of you. No, caught it, yeah. Yeah, no, it was, uh, I, I didn't catch it. No, I, well, I caught it, but he, he, he tossed well, it to he, me. he pointed, it was like, you, you there. So you have this thing, Jess, with like, it's weird, male, eh? male, yes. like, front men of bands. Yes. Yes. Krista Berg, Paul, this, you know, like, it's just, it, the list goes on. I know. It's fun, though. It was Roger fun. Hodger, you know, it doesn't matter. <laughs> Um, okay. So now that, now that we've, we've gotten the, uh, the, uh, soccer ball, I actually, you know what? I don't know anybody else who has one. If, if you're listening and you have one of the soccer balls, please For let sure me Bugs know. Bugs has one. I don't know. I don't, he may. Well, he, has a, he has a better story, but yeah, no yeah. offense to you. No, I know his is. And, and you know, at one point we'll have him on again to talk, to tell yeah. that story because it is a really, really cool story about how, um, Rod acknowledged a, um, a, uh, an article that uh, Bugs mm. had written in the Montreal Gazette. Anyways, it's it's a really fascinating story, and we'll, we'll have him on at another point to talk about it. Um, the set list, have you had a chance to, to take a look at it? Yeah, it's a good set list. It's a good set list, eh? Yeah. Um, it's I, weird. It's a weird set list. It's like a bit all over the place. It is. There's it's no... Not stru- I feel like it's not structured, yeah. No. No. <laughs> but when you're sitting in the audience, you don't feel like it's not structured. No, yeah, that's fine. You know, you're not saying, oh, well... As long as he's playing the songs you want to hear... It's okay if it's structured or not. You know what I mean? Exactly. By looking at it with your, like, reading through it, you're like, that's a weird choice to play, like, a third song in, you know, or whatever, you know? So, so yeah. So, I, I don't know. I don't, again, we, we've had this, this discussion about set lists over and over and over and yeah. how they pick them. But, you know, starting off with Some Guys Have All the Luck, and then he goes into It's a Heartache, which was a cover that he did on the Still the Same Rock Classics mm-hmm. album. And then First Cut is the Deepest, which... I I would say that Rod Stewart's version is better than Cat Stevens. Yes, hmm. I think so. I sense a poll coming. Um, sense a poll. <laughs> no, I, I I don't know. I think maybe it's because um, Rod Stewart's version of it got more attention. Mm-hmm. I don't know. What say you? Well, I, yeah. I mean, also his version was more radio. Yes, and I mean, also when Cat Stevens' version came out, we were not alive. So no, so there's that too. <laughs> so but I just, too. but even if you listen to it now, I think that the yeah. Rod Stewart version has aged better, and it's it's a better cover. So, mm-hmm. um, and then Forever Young, which I, which was another oh, Forever Young. That song was a, it played a lot. <laughs> what a banger! Yeah, that's a certified banger, actually. Yeah, yeah. and then you wear it well. Uh, which is, a, you know, obviously a classic. Yeah. Having a party, which we talked about before. Which is so interesting to play, like, there. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's weird. You, th- you would think that having a party would be a song that would Near be a little bit... Yes, or... exactly. Yeah. So, I don't know. I guess it's just, like, a mood-setting song. And then he plays one of my favorite songs, which is Downtown Train, which is a Tom Waits cover. Yeah. And if Tom Waits sang this song, it would be horrific. But Rod Stewart... You don't like Tom Waits? Um, not a huge Tom Waits fan, no. I can respect I him as an artist, but I cannot... I yeah, I just love him so much. It's so weird. He scares me a little. Like his yeah. voice scares me. Yeah. 
<laughs> but he's so good. Anyways, yeah, he's. I mean, yeah, no, but no this doubt. is a t- downtown train. Is this uh, the rod one is very powerful. It is, you know? especially that like just the bridge section of it. It's like really, it's really intense. Does he throw in? Uh, I don't remember in that song if he throws in a yeah. Yeah, he does. That's that's the <laughs> that's the classic Rod Stewart. Uh, yeah. Like you know, eighties like Rod Stewart, eighties Rod Stewart, eighties like nineties, yeah. Um, all for one, Rod Stewart. All for one. Oh God, the, what a, that was a combo of artists: oh. Brian Adams, Sting, and <laughs> Rod Stewart. What the hell? For this, whoever came up with that's a genius. Yeah, and I don't know how they got this to you know to just put that together. I mean, yeah. I don't know. Who, I, first of all, I don't know who signed on first, but that when he screams that, you know that Rod has arrived. In you that know. Song. Wow. <laughs> um, another Cat Stevens uh, cover after he does Father and Son. Um, mm. I'm wondering why Rod wants to cover so many Cat Stevens songs. Maybe he wants to be a Cat Stevens cover band. Okay, probably not. Maybe. Though. Probably not. But. I need to know, uh, uh, you also love uh, You're In My Heart a lot. Yes. What's the, uh, is it because it's about the soccer team? Um, yeah, yes and no. I mean, You're In My Heart is one of those songs live that the crowd really gets into. And we, we talked about this a couple of times. Um, there are songs that are great on the album, but when played live, they're just they're that much better. And mm. that's one of those things. And yeah, it is because it's it's a love letter to a soccer team, really. Mm. And... It's, uh, I, I don't know. I, I just, I really, I really like that, that song. I'm, I've not heard a record live recording of it that I've loved. Like what he's do you mean? like, I mean, you know, he, he has released a couple of live albums and there are certain albums, like certain songs rather like, uh, sailing and, um, Oh, what's the other song that, uh, that I'm thinking of? I'm completely blanking right now, but, um, those songs, when there are versions of them that are recorded live, that sound really, really, really fantastic. But I think mm-hmm. that "You're in My Heart" is one of those songs where you need to be in the arena experiencing it. Got it. And uh, yeah, that's 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 why I love that one. And um, this old heart of mine is yeah. fun. It's a fun song. That's a fun one. Yeah. And then, of course, have you ever seen the rain? <laughs> which we yeah. talked about before. Did you know that that album actually, the one that, uh, uh, the still the same one, is was produced by Clive Davis? Uh, yeah, that's cool. But it's yeah, cool. I mean, it's, I not, mean you know, it's it's not like uh, no, I get it. No, no, no. I'm not like shitting on your thing. I'm just. It's not like you know. It's like oh, it's Clive Davis. You know what I mean? Like he's a genius. Like, yes, good for you. Yeah. But I was not surprised. Is what no, I'm exactly. It's it's not surprising, yeah. but it's cool. I think. Yeah, you know, I know it is. Um, I think I would really like to go to a Clive Davis Christmas party. I'm just throwing it out I'm there. I'm just saying, yeah, I'm just throwing it out there. Or Oscar uh, party? If you're listening. Not, not Oscar Christmas, party. Oscar party. Oscar, uh, Grammy's party. Uh, Grammy's party. Okay. Well, anyways, all the parties We're never going to be invited because we can't, oh, we can't we can figure remember. out which one it is. Yeah. Um, tonight's the night. Yeah. Tonight's the night. <laughs> That's another one that, you know, what the crowd gets into big time. Yeah. And they sing with him. And he also lets the audience sing by themselves. Mm-hmm. And by this point in the night, uh, it's really hit after hit after hit. Although he hasn't really played anything that is, you know, it was Rock's his greatest hit. So he certainly wasn't going to throw in anything obscure that nobody knew. For sure. But 
I, very concise set list. Yeah, very, it's not it's not a very long set list. Um, then Hot Legs, which is the song that uh, he was singing when he was kicking out the soccer balls. And then yep. Rhythm of My Heart, which is uh, another, another classic. Banger. And yeah. Young Turks, which is a song I really love. I just, I yeah. think it's a, it's like a fast paced, um, it's, it's, I don't know. It's a banger. I'm going to say it. It is. It is. It is. And then uh, Have I Told You Lately. Lots of lots of couples slow dancing. I saw that in the of audience. Course. Yes, because you know why not? People are there, and I'm just standing there alone with my Rod Stewart soccer ball, holding your ball for dear life. Exactly. Don't even look at me. Exactly. And um, you wonder at the you know once you've gotten to this point in the set, you it's not a very long show. It's like ninety minutes, and um, you know you're going to hear Maggie May. So he sings Maggie May and. My favorite version of Maggie May is the one on Unplugged. Uh, yeah, it's a good one. It's because it just it, it builds. So yeah, that's really fun. And the you know the band is there, and it, he always showcases uh, one of his background singers. It's you know it's really cool. He gives them uh, he you know he does some kind of changes, costume changes, n- nothing really dramatic, but just like you know something like yeah yeah. And then and the band he's got a great. Uh, touring band and i don't know if the members have stayed the same throughout the years but uh yeah he's got a really really great touring band and then the last song of the night do you think i'm sexy of course how do you feel about that you know you know what it's uh it's such a weird song um if you can go with your life without hearing one rod stewart song ever again would it be that one probably yeah me too like (laughs) yeah it's but the thing is, it's one of those, like, if I'm looking at this set list, yeah, that would be the one. Um, but it can't be my bathroom break song because I can't miss the end of the show. No, that's fair. So what so, is the bathroom break oh song on this, on this tour? Um, you know what? It's probably Father and Son. Okay. You know, I like it. I like his cover of it, and I like that song, but I like the Cat Stevens version of that song better. Hmm. So. I'll do, uh, you going to ask me or you don't care? Uh, no, I do care. I'll do uh, I'll do first cut as the deepest just to change things up. Okay, it's right at the beginning. That's because I had I've only done it. It's the third song. I've only gone to the bathroom because I've had like one too many beers. Got it. Got it. Got it. Yeah. Um, yeah, because yeah. I couldn't. You know, like I couldn't miss. The Forever only thing young. is, yeah, the only thing is you got to hurry back because you can't miss you Forever Young. Yeah. And yeah. I would have to hurry back because you're in my heart. Is falling. That's fair. Out, so exactly. Okay. Yeah. Um, I really, you know. Out of the Rod Stewart shows that I have seen, I think that was the one that I, I liked the most just because I had never seen him before and because it was, you know, chock-a-block full of, um, full of hits. Mm-hmm. The other tours that he has done, he has played newer songs. And while that's, while that's okay, and like I said before, I, you know, I enjoy, I, you know, I'll listen to his new album. You know, I'm not sure that I'll have it on, you know, in my favorites, but... It'll mm-hmm. just I, I I always like to give it a listen and, and see what he's what he's doing, um, but I would like to see him again. I would like to see another hits tour. Yeah, but you know, you know where you can go see that in Vegas. I know. So perhaps yeah. now that I live much closer to Vegas, perhaps that will be some uh, a weekend oh. trip to go see Rod Stewart in Las Vegas. Yeah, I would like that. Oh my God. I would, I would, I'll come join. Can I tell you a really funny like, quick story about um, sure. my grandmother and Rod Stewart? One time I was uh, staying there and I was downstairs and my grandmother was watching TV upstairs and she said to me, 
quick, Rod Stewart is on TV. And when I came upstairs, it was Barry Manilow. And I said, that's not <laughs> Rod Stewart. And she said, oh, all the hair. <laughs> so <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah. So I thought you would enjoy that story. Um, would you go see him again? Yeah, I'd go see him again. Why not? I mean, it's not like at the top of my list, but mm. I'll but I'll go see him. I'll go see him. Yeah, maybe yeah, we, maybe it. we should go see him in Vegas. I'm not opposed to that. Okay, listen, we're gonna we're gonna make that happen. Um, yeah. I was thinking about the Stevie Nicks joint tour. Yeah. And Rod Stewart is a is an artist that would be interesting to see on another, like share the stage with another another artist. If you had to pick someone, who would it be? Oh shit. I wasn't prepared for this. Well, no, I know. I just, I just kind of, uh, I just kind of um, went with it. Um, I don't know. I'm gonna go with Elton. Oh, I feel like that would be a disastrous tour. <laughs> it would be. <laughs> I don't know. Do they even like each other? Probably not. Um, Maybe like Rod and like Cher. Oh, you know what? Or Dolly. Or Dolly, but that's, you know, I want to see Dolly. You've seen Dolly, right? Yeah. I have not. But yeah, like Cher, Cher would be good. Imagine I would say like Enrique Iglesias. No, I don't, uh, I would not have liked that. Or Ro- Julio. Uh, Rod Stewart and J-Lo. Rod, yeah, just two different. <laughs> Shakira <like>. or <laughs> Pink. Super, I'll literally kill myself. Super high octane. <laughs> like, no. Rod's like watch. singing from like a suspended rope but that's why like when he did the stevie nicks one when it was first announced i thought oh how weird of a pairing Uh um but it worked Mm -hmm. you know i love stevie nicks um who doesn't she's a witch she is god she's so spooky love it yes so do i um but yeah i I think yeah you're probably right the elton thing would be a disaster but i think that there could be you know who who also could be it could be interesting is if they did the the songbook um, Diana Krall could be an, an interesting mm. matchup, um, or Babra. Oof. I think I think I think Babs has too much. Uh, yeah, probably. Yeah, no, she like, does. You're right. She's too like I'm. Ba- I'm Barbara. Yeah, I understand. But you and I have this this thing. We're dreaming right now. When we dream, right? sometimes we yeah. dream that Barry Manilow and Barbara Streisand go on tour together. What? We that would be fantastic. We just threw that out there. And now we've two New Yorkers on stage together. We've completely gone off the rails with this. We really have <laughs> this tour. Um, but I'm going to stick with Cher. I'll stick with Cher okay. and Rod. Okay, that's 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 a, a fair thing. So let's let's throw that out into the universe because we seem yep. to throw things out into the universe and they happen. Um, mm-hmm. Are you going to listen to Rod's new album on on Friday? Probably not. Okay, no. well you should. You but, know what? But you I'll, can tell me tell me if it's good. Exactly. I will listen to the songs and then I will yeah. uh, I will tell you what's good and then maybe if i like one of the songs it'll be my song of the week next week that would be great that would be people so people can know that it's a good rod song exactly and also if um the lovely people who put the still the same album could put it on vinyl i'd be very much appreciative of that jess is asking for a favor everyone yes because i please do it i really would like that wow well i love it I love the you're so excited. It's like kind of like when we each talk about a show, it's the, like we get all our our juices are all like yes, ah, it's you know? and it's fun and, to relive them because you know I like I remember being there and I remember the soccer ball and I remember the the show much more than I thought I would because you know it was sure. 13 years ago. So you manifested so many things from that point on. I life. did at concerts. Yeah. 
Yeah, just at concerts. <laughs> Everything else is garbage. No, but, <laughs> no. I, but I, I have done pretty well at concerts. Let's uh, put that. You have. You really have. And um, but I'm I'm happy. And uh, and thanks for reliving those uh, memories with us. You know what I mean? The Concert Goers Podcast is written and produced by Jessica Dion with your hosts, Jessica Dion and Jenny Fiasque. Follow us on social media at The Concert Goers on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. The Concert Goers is produced in association with Snob Media.